You are listening to Veggie Doctor Radio, and this is episode number 52, Dr. Ned Hallowell on changing your perspective on ADHD. I am your host, Dr. Yami, board-certified pediatrician, food for life cooking instructor, health and wellness coach, and passionate promoter of the power of diet and lifestyle in preventing and reversing chronic disease and bringing joy and longevity into our lives. This podcast is focused on plant-based nutrition, habit formation, behavior change, and motivation so that you can have the tools to live the best life possible. Thank you so much for tuning in today, and I hope that you keep coming back as a regular listener. You can find more of my work, including health and wellness videos, at VeggieFit Kids on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Are you ready to get started? Let's do it. Happy Sunday, veggie lovers, and welcome back to Veggie Doctor Radio. Happy New Year 2019. I hope that you had a fabulous and plantastic holiday and that your 2019 had started off on a good foot, filled with veggies and joy and feeling great about yourself. I am going to have a little bit of a sporadic next few weeks. As some of you may know, I'm writing a book and I actually was contacted by a publishing company and... I am going to have a book by the end of this year. By the end of 2019, my book will be available. I'm in the process of writing that, and the manuscript is due in about 12 weeks. So I have a few interviews I'm doing over the next few weeks, but other than that, I'm putting a pause, and then I won't start interviewing again until April so that I can have time to actually focus on putting as much love as I can into this book. The book is going to be focusing on intuitive eating in children. Of course, I will be discussing plant-based nutrition, so that will be in there. And I'm working hard to make it a great resource for parents and moms and dads so that you can raise a happy, joyful eater. So that's what I'm going to be working on. But today, I do have a special podcast episode for you. I got to talk to Dr. Ned Hallowell, who I learned about from Marie Forleo's show, Marie Forleo TV, and um, he is just a lovely man. He's so compassionate. He's just amazing, and the things that he had to say about ADHD, children with ADHD, living with ADHD were, I mean, it just really went straight to my heart because my older son has a diagnosis of ADHD, which I call a brain difference. And he's just one of the most amazing, brilliant people, just beautiful, gentle, kind souls in my life. And a lot of the things that Dr. Ned says just resonate so well with me. And it's already things that I have applied to my own practice. I really enjoy working with children that have ADHD and their families because I think it's so important to just give them so much love and to allow them to see who they are and to see the special parts of themselves so that they feel good about themselves too. So let me tell you a little bit about Edward Hallowell. So Edward, also known as Ned Hallowell, MD, is a child and adult psychiatrist, 
leading authority in the fields of ADHD, the host of Distraction, a weekly podcast for thriving in this crazy busy world, New York Times bestselling author, world-renowned speaker, and founder of the Hallowell Centers in Boston Metro West, New York City, San Francisco, and Seattle. And you can learn more about him at www.drhallowell.com. That's D-R-H-A-L-L-O-W-E-L-L.com. We had a fantastic but very short conversation. Dr. Hallowell is a very busy man treating a lot of people and helping a lot of people in his life. So we just had a very short time to do the interview, but he was gracious enough to send over a sheet of his tips it's Dr. Hallowell's ADHD Tips for Parents. And so I'm going to be reading this sheet out loud on the podcast and giving my little tidbits here and there. But it's also going to be available on my website, veggiefitkids.com forward slash resources. And we're going to be putting a link to that in the show notes so that you can download that if you want, print it out and use it. Um, it is taken, adapted from his book, Super Parenting for ADD, An Innovative Approach to Raising Your Distracted Child by Edward M. Hallowell and Peter S. Jensen, both MDs. So I'm going to be reading that out loud, but first I want you to listen to the interview between me and Dr. Hallowell. But before we go to that, I do want to tell you about something new I'm going to be doing. I have a call in line because I would love to take questions and answer at least one question on each show. So the number is 509-972-6582. Again, that's 509-972-6582. So you can call, leave a voicemail on that line and then I will be answering one caller question every podcast episode. So please send me your questions. I'm ready for them and I'm excited to address them. So first, let's go to my interview with Dr. Hallowell. And after that's done, then I will be reading his sheet at the end of the podcast so that you can listen to more of his perspective on ADHD. Thank you so much, Dr. Hallowell, for joining me on Veggie Doctor Radio. I have to say I'm a big fan from when I first heard you, and I actually heard from you when Marie Forleo interviewed you on her program. Oh, yes. Yes. And then I heard you speaking to one of the teachers' associations, and I literally had tears streaming down my face because <laughs> your approach is just so beautiful, and I think it's just so needed in today's world. So I wanted to start with, if you could just tell us, what is ADHD? Well, it, it's a, it stands for Attention Deficit Hyperactivity Disorder, and it's a terrible term mm -hmm. uh, because it, it's, it's not a deficit, it's a, it's a wandering. Hyperactivity is often not present at all. And I don't, I don't see it as a disorder, I, I see it as a trait. Mm -hmm. um, if you manage it properly, it becomes an asset. Mm -hmm. uh, so, so I, I, the the term doesn't really fit. Uh, this condition is so interesting because it's composed of positives and negatives. The 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 positives are 
creativity, originality, energy, think outside the box, entrepreneurship, um, the kind of people who colonize this country. You know, that's why we have so much ADD here. If you think about it, who would get on a boat in 1600 and come over here? It, you know, it pulled for a very special kind of person, a dreamer, a risk taker, a pioneer. Um, that's the that's the American gene pool and the waves of immigration. People who came over from Italy and Germany and Ireland and um, you know, it's the American dream. We're a nation of dreamers. That's ADD. We're we're dreamers. We're builders. We're creators. We're entrepreneurs. That's that's the the itch at the core of ADD is the desire to build and grow and create and 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 um, that's at the heart of of ADHD. Now, the the downside of it is uh, uh, trouble focusing when you're not interested because the ADD mind is always in motion it's always wanting to find something stimulating something something exciting something to that it can grab a hold of and and uh, get excited about and the minute the situation turns boring the ADD brain goes looking elsewhere so so there's this uh, there's this there's this constant movement and and desire to to find something interesting so the tendency to tune out in the in the middle of a conversation if it's not interesting. You can hyper focus when you're interested, but uh, get distracted when when you're not. Um, and then trouble with with planning, organization, uh, trouble sweating the details. Tendency to procrastinate, put things off. The things that you don't want to do, just keep putting them off, putting them off, putting them off until the very last minute. And then in a panic, you get it done, and you see. In a panic, what happens is you get a big surge of adrenaline, and adrenaline is very similar to stimulant medication, the medication we use to treat ADHD. So in a sense, you're self-medicating. And that's why, by the way, people with ADHD do well in very dangerous high-stim jobs where, you know, a trial attorney or an ER doctor or a, a, a someone, someone who... Uh, you know, the newsroom uh, full of uh, uh, people who have ADHD, Any, anything that's high stims, a lot of surgeons have it. Don't worry, they pay attention in the, in the OR. They have trouble with the paperwork afterward. Uh, impatient, uh, uh, short fuse, um, uh, these are the qualities uh, that, that, that can be problematic, but they can all be helped. They can all be dealt with. Whereas the positive part, you, you can't buy and you can't teach. Oh, yeah. And that's, that's, that's why the, the positives are, are you know, it it's, can be such a wonderful thing to have. I have both ADHD and dyslexia, and I wouldn't trade either one for the world. Wow. No, that that's beautiful. And I'm a pediatrician. And for years, I've been calling ADHD a brain difference. And I also agree with you that I don't like the disorder part of it. And I've been telling parents for years, these children, they can focus all day long on the stuff that they love, the things that yes. they're passionate about, but it's the boring stuff that they may not feel like they're like, I already learned that. Why do I have to keep learning right. that again? You know, they don't see the utility of it sometimes right. But on the things that they love. I mean, it's just like, wow. Amazing. Absolutely. So yeah. yeah, that's, that's beautiful. So tell me why is it important to highlight the strengths and talents of children with ADHD? Well, you know, if you think there's nothing good about you, you're not going to do very well. And, you know, if you think you've got a deficit disorder, 
uh, you're not going to be very motivated to do to do much. I mean, I, when I tell kids they have it, I say, I have great news for you. Uh, you you've got a, an amazing brain. You, you've got a, a Ferrari engine for a brain. Uh, you know, you, you, you've got this race car for a brain. Um, the only problem is you've got bicycle brakes, you know, so I tell them there is a problem, but, but that's all right. I'm a brake specialist. I can help strengthen your brakes. Uh, but the Ferrari engine, you'll win races. Once we strengthen those brakes, so you won't be spinning out on curbs, you're going you're gonna to be a champion. So they leave my office instead of thinking they've got a deficit disorder that needs to be fixed. They think they've they've got a championship uh, uh, brain as long as they strengthen their brakes. So I'm not denying there's a problem. The, the, the untreated ADHD, that's the prison population, the addicted population, the unemployed population. And so it, it can be a, a huge problem. But if it's dealt with properly, it can also, these are the entrepreneurs, these are the, the people, the inventors, the pioneers, the discoverers. So it's what makes it so interesting because it can go one of two very different ways. Yeah. And you're right in saying that these are, these are traits and characteristics that you can't buy anywhere. I mean, no. um, so my son, my oldest son has ADHD and this is why this is also very personal to me. And I have a passion yeah. for this as well, but the creativity, the imagination, the energy that everybody would love to have, you know, like yes. you would just want to yes. just bottle that up and sell it. And so yes. I think it is so important to tell these kids, yeah, you may have some difficulty in this area, but look at the magnificence you have in this, and this is going to serve you well in your yeah. life. You know, yeah. like it's yeah. sometimes for parents, maybe it's a little irritating or it's difficult, but these kids grow up into adults. Oh my gosh. It's just outstanding what they can do. Yeah, with, the, with the right help, you know, yes. and, and, and it, and it can be more than irritating. I mean, you know, parents can just be driven crazy but because these kids can be unbelievably difficult but you know if you put together the right team and and uh, get the right kind of help then in the long run it, it, it all all three of my kids have ADHD and, and they're they're now they're doing great that's awesome well that brings me into my next question how can we optimize the environment and lifestyle habits in our lives in order to help our children or other people in our lives that have ADHD? Well, you know, they, they really need a lot of physical exercise. My friend, John Rady has really written, he wrote a whole book about it called Spark, the revolutionary new science of exercise in the brain. And he, he really documented the incredible benefits of, of physical exercise for the brain, not to mention the rest of your body. So uh, daily, daily physical exercise makes a big difference. Getting enough sleep uh, makes a, a significant impact. Proper nutrition makes a big impact. Um, if you can take up meditation as a habit, that 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 really uh, helps a great deal. The one that I like to stress, because uh, nobody else stresses it, is positive human contact. I call it the other vitamin C. Uh, just daily doses of hugs and affirmations and I love yous. Uh, uh, we live in a society where the, the Surgeon General named loneliness is the number one medical problem. It's a, we're, we're all kind of standoffish and, you know, polarized. And so uh, you want to you wanna get mega doses of, of vitamin C if you possibly can. Uh, 
And then, and then people with ADHD need structure. They, they, you know, they're, they, they tend toward chaos if they don't have structure. So you want to set up structure, boundaries, rules, limits, uh, all of that. So that, that's sort of environmental engineering, if you will. That's beautiful. And I love that, the positive human contact. We all need that, but especially these children um, need to be reminded of that and have that. Because they often, that often all they get is the opposite. They just get reprimands and redirection. Yeah, and sent to the principal's office a lot. So, yeah, that's, that can be really tough. So you mentioned diet. Do you have any specific recommendations as far as diet, any diet changes that might be beneficial to children with ADHD? I don't. You know, you, you probably know better than I. I mean, the the healthiest diet is vegan. I can't possibly get there, but the, uh, I don't have a, an ADD diet. But, the, you know, eat as healthy as you can. Whole foods, avoid junk foods, avoid additives, avoid sugar, the, the usual drill of a healthy diet. Yep, that's, I would agree with you 100%. And that's exactly what I say too. So great. Okay. And then how about any supplements? Are there any supplements that you recommend on a regular basis? Well, um, omega-3, omega-3s are, are, are good. And uh, uh, vitamin D um, is good. Uh, I, I like rhodiola rosea. Um, but uh, you know, if you really want to, if you really want to get confused, go Google nutritional supplements, and you can. At one point, I was taking so many. I said, uh, if nothing else, I have the most expensive urine in Boston. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Great. Okay, and I usually do. I recommend the omega three and the vitamin D, but I didn't know if there was anything else that you had up your sleeve. So. Okay, well, I want to ask you something more personal about yourself. I, so I asked all of my guests on this podcast, what personal habit you're most proud of, how did you acquire it, and how do you maintain it? Hmm, that's a, that's a wonderful question. Uh, I think, well, there's several, but uh, I think the the one that, most people don't have is when I, whenever I hear someone say something good about someone, I tell that person what was said about them that was good. I, I try to be a spreader of compliments. Mm. And when I hear a compliment, I, I, I try to relay it. Of course, I tell people I love them pretty frequently, so much so that my kids get really tired of it. I, I I try to be a spreader of of positive energy as much as I can, it, so much so that people get tired of it, you know. And and uh, um, and, and, I, and I guess that's a that's a personal habit. Mm-hmm. I know we're in an age of personal habits; they're supposed to relate to exercising and and that kind of stuff. But uh, uh, the the one that that I'm proudest of is is to Try to be a, a spreader of love, I guess, is the simplest way of putting it. Oh, well, I think that you're doing a fabulous job with that because, like I said, as soon as I heard you speak, weren't even in the same room. It's all digital. I could just hear you. You're definitely able to convey that very clearly. So thank you for that. That's very powerful. Thank you. Dr. Hallowell, how can listeners connect with you? And you have written several books. So I just want to know which book do you think um, would be best for parents to start with if they want to start educating themselves more about ADHD? Well, I've, I've actually written 20 books. So, um, uh, But the one about ADHD, 
HD that is the most recent is uh, uh, Delivered from Distraction. And that came out uh, 2005. John Rady and I are in, in process of writing a new one, but that's not ready yet. So Delivered from Distraction would be the one. But my most recent book is uh, my memoir, which was about my chaotic childhood. It, it's a funny book, and, and uh, but it's also a sort of a celebration of difference. And it's called Because I Come from a Crazy Family, The Making of a Psychiatrist. Well, that sounds it, super interesting. Yeah, yeah, it it it, it is. It was uh, it was quite an adventure writing it, and and it's very different from any of my other books. It's great, and you yourself have a podcast too, and I've listened to it. Can you tell listeners about your podcast Thank a little you. bit? It's it's called Distraction, and uh, we take up many different topics. It's not just restricted to ADHD by any means. We interview guests from all different walks of life, all different uh, interests. And we do mini podcasts and we do podcasts of longer podcasts. And we sort of take up whatever seems interesting. It's a, probably similar to what you do. Yes. And what's the best place that listeners can connect with you and follow what you do? Well, my website is drhallowell.com, D-R-Hallowell, H-A-L-L-O-W-E-L-L.com. And um, certainly through the podcast, Distraction, you can download that on iTunes. I'd love to hear from anybody who's listening. And my email is just drhallowell at gmail.com. And I, I, I love to hear from people. Well, thank you so much. I know that our time today was very short and you have other patients you need to see. Again, I thank you for everything that you do. And thank you for giving us a little bit of your time and telling us more about ADHD and children. Well, it was really good to be with you. Thank you for having me. Thank you, and have a fantastic day. Thank you so much. That was such a great interview. He is such an amazing person. I just love him. I want to give him a big hug. I am so grateful that he exists and that he's helping so many people. So now I want to read to you. Dr. Hallowell's ADHD tips for parents. Again, we're going to have a link to this so you can download it yourself or you can go straight to veggiefitkids.com forward slash resources and it'll be at the bottom of the page. Change your perspective on ADHD. I have ADHD. My daughter and one of my sons have ADHD. I think that people with ADHD represent some of the most fascinating, fun, and fulfilling of all the people I meet. However, Words such as structure, supervision, reminders, and persistence don't even begin to describe the magnitude of the task people with ADHD have to tackle every day, especially kids. Children need their parents to understand their difficulties and teach them to overcome those challenges. As parents, the best way to help your child is to start by changing your own thinking about ADHD. When explaining ADHD to a child, I say, quote, you have a turbocharged mind, like a Ferrari engine, but the brakes of a bicycle, and I'm the brake expert, end quote. When ADHD is properly treated, children can achieve great heights. Doctors, lawyers, CEOs, dreamers, innovators, explorers, and even Harvard grads. Founders of our country may have had ADHD. The flip side of distractibility is curiosity. Barriers Parents Face, Steps to Change Your Perspective on ADHD. One, educate yourself. 
By far, the biggest barriers for parents are denial, ignorance, and a refusal to learn. Dads and moms can dig in and simply refuse to listen to facts or reason. If this goes on too long, children can suffer severe damage and families can be destroyed. The stakes are high, not only for the child, but the whole family. So you need to learn what ADHD is and what it isn't. Perhaps the single most powerful treatment for ADHD is understanding ADHD in the first place. You need to understand what a positive attribute ADHD can be in your child's life. So read books, talk with professionals, talk with other parents whose children have ADHD. You need to understand ADHD well enough to embrace it so you can help your child avoid unnecessary suffering as that breaks kids rather than builds them up. It takes time and effort, but it's worth it. Two, look for that special spark. In my daily practice, I see kids with ADHD. Just being with them usually makes me smile. They invariably have a special something, a spark, a delightful quirk, which they sometimes try to hide, but which I usually can find. Then they relax, brighten up, and make me laugh and learn. Look for that special something and help your child feel good about who she or he is. Ad identify his or her talents, strengths, interests, and dreams. Teach him or her to see and believe in what she or he can do and avoid the tendency to focus on what she or he can't do. When you believe in your child, it makes it easier for him or her to believe too. Number three, unconditional love. Let your love for your child carry the day. Tune out the diagnosticians and labelers and simply notice and nourish the spirit of your child for who she or he is. Providing this unshakable base of support will set the tone for all interactions to come. This is what builds self-esteem, confidence, and motivation, which in turn create joy and success in life. Several studies suggest that loving acceptance by parents is the most important thing teens with ADD need in dealing with symptoms. Make sure that your child knows every day how much you love her. Showing your love and affection will buoy your child's sense of hope and help the family weather criticism from outside sources. This is what these kids need more than anything else. Love that never gives up. Number four, reframe challenges in terms of mirror traits. Remind yourself and your child of the positive sides of the negative symptoms associated with ADD. By recognizing the mirror traits, you avoid the ravages of shame and fear. So here he has a little um, chart. One side, the left side says negative trait associated with ADD, and the right side is the positive trait associated with ADD. So I'm just gonna go back and forth reading the negative trait and say, instead of using that, say the positive trait, okay. So instead of saying hyperactive and restless, say energetic. Instead of intrusive, eager. Instead of can't stay on point, sees connections others don't. Instead of forgetful, gets totally into what he or she is doing. Instead of disorganized, spontaneous. Instead of stubborn, persistent, won't give up. Instead of inconsistent, shows flashes of brilliance. Instead of moody, sensitive. Instead of impulsive, creative.
Number five, surround yourself with laughter. Laughter is the best medicine. Surround yourself with people who can laugh. It is important to be able to regain a perspective that allows you to see the humor in all of the messes and fixes these kids can get into. Why wait to look back on something and laugh at it? Go ahead and enjoy the ridiculousness of the situation in the moment. When our kids begin to laugh at themselves and not take themselves quite so seriously, it allows them to learn humility without shame and adds to their moral character and their enjoyment of life. Conclusion. As a parent, how you approach your child's ADHD will set the tone for how your child manages their ADHD. When you show them compassion and understanding, you teach them to love themselves and see their strengths. That will help them find the motivation they need to take control of their ADHD one strategy at a time. So this was adapted from Super Parenting for ADD, an innovative approach to raising your distracted child by Edward M. Hallowell, MD and Peter S. Jensen, MD, published by Ballantine, 2008. And of course, you can find more resources at www.drhallowell.com. That's D-R-H-A-L-L-O-W-E-L-L. I just, I love this handout. I love everything that he has to say, and I agree with all of this. Having a child that has an ADHD diagnosis, I have to say that number one, the educate yourself and kind of getting over the denial is hugely important because until you accept it and you embrace it, you can't make progress. You can't support your child. So if you feel that your child is has this diagnosis or if you've gotten the diagnosis, go see their pediatrician or their primary care provider, talk to them about it, go see a specialist if you need to, and work through it. And once you get past that, read books, talk to other parents, and you can see that even though it can be challenging and it can throw some kinks into their life, these children really do have these amazing positive traits about them too. And starting to embrace them and seeing that they're just unique individuals. And that's why I call it a brain difference in my practice. I refer to it as a brain difference. I really think that a lot of it, it comes with a lot of different traits. And, and these are people that have special gifts in some ways. So number one, educate yourself. Number two, look for that special spark. This is my very favorite. I love seeing kids with ADHD because when I tell them that kids with ADHD typically are above average in intelligence and they typically have these other traits like creativity and imagination or just lots of energy, the ability to just like really hyper-focus on the things they love. They might be artists, they may be scientists, they have this like almost like superpower. I can just see their eyes light up. They, they just, they get so excited about that. And they're like, yeah, yeah, I'm really good at drawing or I'm really good at this. Or, you know, even if they're just like fantastic at playing video games, they have this special spark. And they're usually also very funny, creative kids. And I, I just love, just like Dr. Hallowell said, looking for that in the children and really highlighting it and helping them feel good about themselves because they're unique, beautiful humans. Number three, the unconditional love, so important. As my son has gotten older, I find it more and more important every day 
to make sure I'm looking at him in the eye, acknowledging him, telling him I love him, and taking extra care every day to make sure that I'm giving him at least one or two hugs deliberately every day. Of course, I can do more than that, but to just really put that intimacy into our relationship, to give him that physical touch, to acknowledge him, and to always remind him every day how special he is to me and how much I love him just the way he is. I know that it's so important and we don't always take time to do that because we're so busy and we're so rushed. So of course do that for all your kids and all the people that you love in your life. But sometimes for the kids with ADHD, it can be challenging, especially when they're little because they just are this ball of energy and they're just running around and trying to even get them to stay in one place can be challenging. And for us, when we wake up in the morning and we see these kids that have so much energy and require so much attention, it can actually create stress and anxiety. And we might actually react the opposite. We might wake up with a scowl on our face or just wake up barking orders. Clean up this, pick that up. Oh, you haven't brushed your teeth? Go brush your teeth. Instead of just being like, good morning, sweetheart. I love you so much. Come here, I'm gonna give you a hug. Take a deep breath. And then maybe, have you brushed your teeth yet? Have you done this? Instead of like, as soon as you get up in the morning, barking orders first thing. And I, that's how I used to be. And I've always been a type A person. So I'm a morning person. I wake up and I'm ready to get things done. But I didn't realize that I wasn't showing that unconditional love first. So that's something that I deliberately do every day now. Number four, reframe challenges in terms of mirror traits. This is so important, so important. And I, I can't say that I'm perfect at this, but I do try to highlight. My son has so much energy and I just tell him what a gift that is. He has so much energy to do so many things and it's just a lovely, amazing gift to have. Instead of saying you're hyperactive or you're restless, you are such an energetic person. I love the moody, Instead of saying moody, say sensitive. Instead of impulsive, say creative. Instead of disorganized, say spontaneous. How can we reframe some of these traits into positive things? Because in different situations, they can be super, super positive. And I always talk to these children about thinking of things that really light them up, thinking of what brings them joy. And as they get older and they're able to choose more of those activities, and definitely when they become adults, and they can choose careers that center around those things. They really do become these amazing gifts in their life. So starting to see that now is really great. And number five, surround yourself with laughter. Um, it's just really great. And the first thing that came to mind is my darling son broke his arm a few weeks ago. And amazingly, it was his first fracture ever. <laughs> He's gone a long time. He's gonna be 14 next month. Um, but the way it happened is he was warming up for basketball and he decided to run down the hall full blast and do this thing he's called the air walk which he's trying to perfect this little move where it looks like he's walking on air for a few steps. But he decided to do it over a little divider barrier thing and his foot his back foot caught and he went to cover his head to protect his head and he went straight on his elbow and broke his elbow. Um, and then of course, 
It could have been like, ah, you see, you shouldn't do stuff like that. Just making those decisions is, is, is what leads to this. And you made a mistake and, and make him feel bad about that. But of course we were all scared. He ended up having to have surgery and poor guy was super freaked out about the whole thing. But I just remember looking at him because he's also a runner. He's very talented in running. He's great at cross country. He broke his school record and he's hoping to continue it in high school. And I just thought, wouldn't it be hilarious if when you do track in the spring, you decide to do the hurdles and maybe you get really good at hurdles. And someday I can just see this story of like you going to the Olympics and being like an Olympic hurdler and them telling the story about whenever you were in junior high and you tried to hurdle this thing and broke your, your arm. And he just keeps bringing that story up and up. He's like, yeah, maybe someday I'm gonna be an Olympic hurdle and I'll be able to tell them about my story about how I broke my arm and, and we just laugh and laugh. So this cast is coming off this week and thankfully everything is fine, but we were able to turn that stressful situation into one of laughter and love and just loving on my little guy and loving on my patients that have so many talents and gifts and are just amazing human beings and souls. So again, I really hope that you enjoyed this episode and that it's taught you a little bit something about ADHD and maybe how to approach your own child or person in your life that has ADHD. Please go to Dr. Hallowell's website if you need more resources, read some of his books. He also works with adults as well and has books that center around adults and ADHD and distractibility and distraction. Thank you for listening and I hope that you all have a very plantastic day. I hope that you enjoyed today's episode. Thank you so much for tuning in, and I look forward to having you back again next week. A very special thank you to the band Rocket Surgeons for permission to use the broccoli song. To find out more about the Rocket Surgeons, please visit their website at rocketsurgeonsband.com or Facebook at facebook.com forward slash rocketsurgeonsmusic. Also, for more information on my work, you can find me at VeggieFitKids on Facebook, Instagram, or YouTube, or you can email me at VeggieDoctor at VeggieFitKids.com. Sharing is caring. Please share, rate, and review my podcast, and contact me if you have ideas for future episodes. Thank you once again, and have a plantastic day.